So let's start with priorities, Anthony. Uh, your thoughts on Harbaugh and that latest story uh, saying that he will take the job if offered in Denver. Amazing how we go through this almost fever dream of a football season where you're right, there was very little drama. It was casual, casual expected dominance almost week in and week out. And then the Fiesta Bowl happens and it's quickly how everything kind of snaps back to uh, snaps back to what we're used to. It's the, it's the postseason woes. It's the Jim Harbaugh NFL rumors. And as far as this, these latest batch of rumors go, listen, um, you know, I don't have the intel one way or another to say what will happen. All I know is that for the longest time, it was kind of a boy who cried wolf situation until last year he gets on a plane to Minnesota. So to be frank, I have no idea where this will, where this will go. Um, again, I think, you know, I think the people who attack the reporting, I think that's a little bit lame and overblown because he kind of, uh, you know, he did what he did last year in taking that interview and, and he had every right to do so too. Um, so as far as what happens now, I mean, listen, it is it is a matter of the heart. I don't, you know, if there's, if it's a question about of of money, I think that leadership at Michigan is willing to do whatever it can to satiate those concerns and lock things down. But listen, if he wants to go, what that's that's ultimately his call and his priority. And uh, you know, the, the year in and year out kind of dalliance with this is, uh, you know, heading into. This is the end of year eight. It will be year nine next. Um, it's pretty exhausting, to be honest with you. So, you know, I don't know if there ever, ever will be there will ever be a finality uh, to these types of things as long as Harbaugh is there. But um, if he decides to leave, that will just kind of be the closing of that chapter. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, and like I said, it really uh, it just centers on. The, the matter of the heart and the head. And Harbaugh, the one thing I go back to is that I've never seen a coach at that level have to take a pay cut uh, to hold on to a job because it was so late. He didn't have other options. The NFL wasn't knocking uh, on his door, and he had to do it. And he agreed to it, and I know he hit a lot of those incentives after uh, the previous season. Uh, or last, not well, last year. And now I got to get the years correct. It would be you know the fall of two thousand and twenty one. So it's up to him. And you know the team is loaded. Uh, the team is set to be, I think, preseason number one in America. Uh, so we'll find out what Harbaugh wants to do. And that really is a story. Like Chris said on the show last week, he has an agent now. So this will be a a different negotiating process. He probably learned his lesson after he had to take that pay cut and. You know, if he does leave, who would be our if Harbaugh announced today that as crazy as a sports world turns, if he announced it today, who's the guy to replace him at Michigan? Yeah, I mean two names come to mind for me. I think if if it was one of those quick we have to put out the fire type things like uh you know, like like a Notre Dame did with Marcus Freeman, uh which uh, you would hope that's not the path it would take. Michigan, but I think that Sharon Moore might be a guy if they chose to go internally. Uh, that that might be the name to watch. Uh, Mike Hart would also be a guy I would think that would get some consideration in that. Um, you know, externally, I think that I think we're probably about overdue for Bill O'Brien to get another shot at a either a college or an NFL job. He went and did his time at the Nick Saban, um, you know, school for wayward coaches, and has kind of built his career and resume back up through that. And, 
Um, you know, you look at uh, some of the things that, you know, just the roster they have offensively. Um, you'd think a guy like that could come in and do a pretty good job with the pieces that are there, uh, assuming the team would stay together, which I would think they would. Uh, but, yeah, th- those are the early names that would come to mind. Uh, other than that, like, I still, you know, if I'm, I'm sitting here today and you're asking me which direction it goes, I think this is ultimately going to be another one of those will they or won't they. Oh, well, he's back at Michigan type of thing. So, but if it does go the other direction, those are the first two paths that, that stick out in my head. Yeah, Bill O'Brien, I had heard uh, rumbling through some Michigan alums that uh, he was already telling people he was set to go whenever what he thought Harbaugh was going to the Vikings. He's coached in the Big Ten. He's you know been a head coach in the NFL, worked for Saban. I think that really uh, would be the best option. And he you know keeps more and he keeps heart and you know maybe more or harder on that next wave whenever O'Brien would be done. I. Again, this is all it's up to Harbaugh. He holds all the cards. He really does after uh, his last two seasons at Michigan. Uh, he can see what type of money uh, they're going to offer. But even with that money, even with everything, the fact that he kind of had to swallow his pride, he talked about humility. Uh, they brought that up during all the coverage for TCU Michigan, which we'll get to in a moment. But uh, we'll see. It's in Harbaugh's heart and head. And, uh, his decision. Speaking of that uh, TCU game, Anthony, uh, the bad first halves finally caught up to him. That, that basically, you you scored thirty nine and a half against TCU, and you lose, uh, and you and they drop fifty one, including two pick sixes. But man, the the blame goes all around to a lot of different areas: quarterback play, calling, coaches. Tackling. I mean, you can, you can go down the list, and uh, that that bad first half mojo uh, just bit them right in the rear. Yeah, I mean, there's there was this quickness to blame. Obviously, the the Roman Wilson overturned touchdown. Listen, that was a play that happened. But um, other than that, again, you look at th- this was a program loss. This wasn't just on Jim Harbaugh. This wasn't just on the offensive coordinators. It wasn't just on Jesse Minter's defense. It wasn't just on J.J. McCarthy for throwing a pair of pick sixes. They weren't prepared enough to play that football game. And I think the the lesson learned from it is that you do need to start. There was We talked about it a little bit earlier where it was like this clinical kind of wire-to-wire domination. Uh, But the recipe for them all year was kind of to get out to some pretty iffy starts in football games. And when you get to this time of year – you know, everyone's kind of – you're not the only team in the field that's cut from a different cloth. Uh, TCU didn't win their conference championship, but flex championship DNA throughout the year. Uh, Georgia and Ohio – like, obviously, Ohio State didn't win one, but, um, you know, they had Georgia in a game. Like, you, you still have to show up and respect your opponent play the game. And, you know, I don't want to say that they came in and overlooked TCU, but when you hear the talk all week about, oh, if they get in that three three five, it's going to be a smash fest. I saw TCU go into the three three five and guys up front on Michigan's Joe Moore award-winning offensive line, which no-showed for the second year in a row in the college football playoff. Um, those guys didn't know who to block, and I think TCU was more physical than they thought they would be. I thought they, I think they were faster than they thought they would be, and you know that's ultimately on preparation. And I'll call it what it is. I think it's a little bit of hubris too. So, um, you know, Michigan. Michigan's going to that, – that's a rough one. You know, last year you can you can walk out of that playoff going, you know what, we didn't really expect to be there. We were dominated, but, you know, that's a good experience for us. This was uh, – listen, I know they're going to be loaded next year and maybe even the year after that, but 
you had the bird in the hand here in, in what I feel like was the most winnable college football playoff that there probably has ever been. And uh, they blew it. There's no other way to put it. Um, they're going to have to wear that. They didn't play well enough. The credit to them for scoring, you know, almost 40 second half points, but they gave up, they gave up 30 of them. And ultimately your season comes to an abrupt end. So, um, you know, the, the good thing for them is it is learning experience. There's a lot of these guys that will be back. J.J. McCarthy will be back. Um, I think he's kind of the engine that determines where this thing goes in 2023. But that's a rough one. And that's, um, again, you know, I, you can't you can't exactly put it in the same box as the other bowl game losses. There were, you know, opt-outs and things like that. And obviously the circumstances last year. But the end result is the end result. They're one and six in the postseason under Jim Harbaugh, and it's not good enough. So now you just go back in the lab and figure out what you can change and tweak to to not only get back, but to to finally push through that that ceiling. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us, talking Michigan TCU, talking Harbaugh story about a report that he would take the Broncos job uh, if offered uh, uh, just a minute or so on Michigan basketball because lost in the day after Michigan TCU and uh, the Lions win yesterday in playoff talk uh, after how bad Michigan looked against CMU and that loss at home, uh, the defense, uh, Hunter Dickinson, uh, what with 32, uh, I did not see that coming yesterday for Michigan basketball. No, that was pretty stunning. I mean, if you, if you had told me that there was, that they would win that basketball game. I can't say I would have been surprised. I mean, Maryland has been up and down this year, but to come out and I, I've never, I don't know that I've ever seen a 17-0 run to start a game in that building. I don't know that I've ever seen a player outscore an entire team in a half of basketball. Um, it, it all comes down to effort. They put themselves in the position to do that yesterday because their compete level, their communication, um, their their defensive effort, the rebounding was all as on point and as locked in as they've been in those areas this year. And no, that's an important lesson for them. Um, you know, they they played up against the Virginias and North Carolina and Kentucky, but you know, lose to a team like the, the, the most damning thing about the Central Michigan loss is that given how they'd play those other those other non conference by games, it wasn't all that surprising. So. Now Michigan's in a spot where, you know, we've talked about it before. Every night in this conference is a chance to build on your resume. This is a huge week for them. They've got Penn State at home on Wednesday. They go to Michigan State on Saturday. Uh, I believe they go to Iowa after that. So, um, you know, the margin of error is pretty much gone because they don't have a non-conference win to really hang their hat on. So you're looking at a team that probably needs 13 or 14 wins in Big Ten play to even be in the conversation. So, um, you can only get one at a time, uh, but that was a, a major step in the right direction. And listen, they're not going to blow teams out like that in the Big Ten, but you bring that type of hustle and that type of energy and, and Hunter Dickinson is locked in like that, they're going to be a tough out at any night. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but for one day, um, their New Year's resolution was to play with much higher energy and spirit and mission accomplished. Anthony Broom, you can follow him 24-7 at TheWolverine.com. Anthony, appreciate your huge opinions. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you guys for having me. All right, Anthony Broom, check it in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics.